Good morning, saints. Paul says that we do not measure ourselves according to ourselves or according to others, but we measure ourselves according to Christ. Christ is the ultimate perfection. Christ, we compare ourselves with Christ. Neither do we compare ourselves with ourselves or other people, but every time when you have to compare yourself, you go to the Word because the Word is a model of Christ. The Word is a final standard for perfection. That is Christ in us. Hallelujah. I'm reading First Peter 1 verse 10. Let me just read it firstly. I don't have time. I woke up late. We started last night. So yeah, Second Peter 1, I think verse 10. Hallelujah. Moshata Hallelujah. Let us continue. It says, Second Peter 1, verse 10. It says, Wherefore, the rather brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, ye shall never fall. We need to make sure that when we are in Christ Jesus, we test ourselves. We check if we are still in the way of God. We make sure we test even our belief. We test even the doctrine that we have to make sure that we are still in the part of Christ, that we are still working with Christ. We are still one with him. There's a, because sometimes when you go, when you go through life, when you go through things, you go through problems, you go through excitement, you go through different phases of life. It's easy for you to slip off and it's easy for you to get out of the word or to get out of the spirit of Christ Jesus. So you need to make sure that always you are in the word and in the spirit of Christ Jesus. There's a woman here that um, in Luke chapter 8, thank you Holy Spirit, hallelujah. Today I'm just going to be short, just edifying you with the scripture. Luke chapter 8. Um, this is, uh, uh, let me go to verse 43. It says, And a woman having an issue of blood 12 years who had spent all her living upon physicians, neither could be healed by any. This woman, remember, she was born again. She was a child of God. She was believing in Yahweh. And she spent, she had an issue. She had a problem for 12 years. This problem could have easily taken her out of the way. This problem could have easily made her to stop believing in God. This problem could have easily made her to go the alternative way. And this problem that she had, it made her at first, it says that she spent all that she had on physician. At first, when she was encountering this problem, she did not go inside, but she went outside because she went to the physician the word of god said that the kingdom of god is, is inside of you she didn't go and look inside of of herself for where she came and looked for the kingdom of god the lord jesus says that i come with a kingdom my kingdom is not a kingdom of this world but it is the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of god it is near thee and it is inside of you the kingdom it is inside of you when he says the kingdom of god if we're gonna read the book of peter he says that i've given you these promises that through these promises you may escape the corruption that is in the world the promises of god are the kingdom of God inside of us and the promises of God. Remember, 
when the children of Israel, the pattern of the kingdom of God when they were in the desert, they were carrying it in the ark, they were pre- carrying the presence of God in the ark, and inside of the ark, it was the showbread and the staff of Aaron, I think also, and uh, the, the blood or something, yeah, of the pools, they put it in a little bit of a cup as a sign, as a symbol, so they were carrying it on in a box, but now the word of God says that it is no longer in a box, it is inside of you, hence the word of God says that we are born again of a incorruptible seed of the word of God that stuff, that blood the blood of Jesus that has cleansed you that stuff that uh, that stuff of Aaron that never bad it is a form of a seed because it is a tree so the stuff of the word inside of you that is incorruptible inside of you it is a pattern that is living inside of you and that blood that was in the ark it represented the spirit of God the word of God said that the Lord Jesus Christ was born again from the seven spirits of God and we are born again in the manner of Christ Jesus we are born again from the seven spirits of God we what we are born again with the the price of what Jesus Christ paid at the cross the blood that he paid at the cross when he was at Calvary that spirit that is inside of him it sustained him remember the Lord Jesus Christ he says that he said he wanted to give up at the cross he said Elewi, Elewi, lama sabakatan. my god my god why did you leave him but the spirit of god had to intervene that those seven spirit of god that he was born again of they had to take over in him for him to accomplish the will of god so he had to agree with the perfect will of God when he was at the cross, but he could not do it. His flesh could not do it. The, the physical could not do it, but the spirit, the seven spirits that stand before God, the word of God says that in Revelation, there are seven spirits that stand before God, and that is perfection. Those are the ones that took care, that took over in Christ Jesus when he was in the Christ, when he was at the cross. So it is the same spirit that is inside of us, but we activate that spirit. We activate that spirit when we read the word of God. We activate that spirit inside of us. When we receive the Holy Spirit afresh inside of us, it gets activated again. And when we live by the promises of God, when you focus your mind on the promise of God, this woman, the woman with the issue of blood, she wanted to give up. She knew who she was. She knew that she was a daughter of Abraham. She knew that she was a daughter of Israel. She knew that she was born again and she did not look inside of the power that is inside of her. She did not I'm sorry about that call. She did not look inside the kingdom that is inside of her. She just focused on the physicians. I'm not saying that people should not go to the physicians. Sometimes you need to look inside of you. You need to look at the promise inside of you. You need to look at the power that is inside of you because the power of God is inside of you. If you're going to believe in God, you believe in God with your heart and your mind is in the world only that it is going to cause it's not going to there's no congruence in that there is a disruption in that and there is incongruence in that it means that there is fragmentation on your soul remember the kingdom of God it has to enter inside your soul you are what get born again it is your soul the thing that stops us that makes people to be born again yes our spirit gets born again when we get soul but it is our task to make sure that our soul get born again and how do you make introduce your soul to Christ now it's to make sure that you feed it with your word and to make sure that your heart your heart and your mind aligns with the word of God let's look at what this woman did in 1st Peter 1 in 2nd Peter chapter 1 hallelujah moshata kalabashita kalabashita the word of God say that this woman this is what she did in 2nd Peter chapter in 2 Peter chapter 1, it says that, 
Shata kalaba sita kalaba shinda. According, I'm reading verse 3. It says, according as his divine power had given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness. It's already inside of you when you get born again. But you need to activate it in your soul. Your spirit already is born again. It already has that. But you need to introduce your soul to what your spirit has. Hallelujah. According to his divine power had given us all things that pertaining unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that had called us to glory and virtue by which are given unto us exceedingly and precious promises that by this we might be partakers of the divine nature. Can you see the promises of God? They are the ones that make us to partake of the divine nature. The promises are already in the spirit, but now we activate our soul. We train our soul diligently. We train our soul diligently. We tell our soul, remember the soul it's something it's elastic it's pliable that's how the soul is you need to whatever that you experience whatever feeling that you experience it stays on the soul so when you read the word of god when you introduce the word of god to your soul it it, it comes with a feeling to it and it stays on the soul that's how you change your soul hallelujah let us continue it says that uh, let me read verse 4 again. By which are given unto us exceedingly great and precious promises that by this ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Lust is a form of when a person, when your heart is in God and your mind is looking at the things of the world. That's how lust happens. You, you know that you are born again in your heart. You love God, but your mind is just in the world. Your mind is just like, okay, look at those cars. Look at, you're not looking inside. You're not looking at the promises. You're looking at, as you're lusting out of the things of your neighbors. You're lusting at other things that people are having, but you're not going to your heart. You're not going to the promises. That is this known. That is cognitive dissonance. There's no congruence in that manner of life. And God want our spirit to be congruent and our heart and our soul to be congruent, to be aligned in Christ and one in him. Hallelujah. It says, and besides this, giving all diligence, add to your faith, virtue, and to your faith, and to your virtue, knowledge. That woman with the issue of blood, for her going through that thing 12 years. She had to speak the word of God. She had to read the word of God. She had to build herself in the virtue of God, in the power of God. Just every day going through that blood going out. I mean, in that time, in that time, there was no pets. In the time when the woman was menstruating, was supposed to sit at a certain place and not be amongst people. But she had it. I think she was a woman that was given to the power of God. She had to fast. She had to read the word of God. She had to encourage herself each and every day. She had to introduce this to her soul because she was like a sore thumb among the community. People were not bleeding every day, but she was bleeding every day. She had to remind her soul every day that who she is in Christ Jesus. She had to look inside of her and, and feed her soul with the word of God and feed her soul with fasting and feed her soul with believing and trusting in God and feed her soul with faith. Hallelujah. It says, Besides this, giving all diligence, add to your faith, virtue, and to your virtue, knowledge, verse 6, and to knowledge, self-control, and to self-control, patience, and to patience, godliness. These are the things that trait that each and every child 
should add when in whatever circumstances, whatever that you go through, remember, it is not our spirit now that we are introducing to Christ. It is our soul. These are the traits. It is, it, is, it is hard work to change your soul. It is, you become consistent. You become diligent. When your soul tells you, ah, uh-uh, you just go and, 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 and find ways to get that car or you must go. If, if you are a woman, you are single, your soul will tell you, ah, uh-uh, you know that when you were in the world, you used to that when you did not have money, you will have to have about uh, seven side men or whatever to give you money for makeup, to give you money to pay rent, to give you money. That's what your soul was used to. So now you need to introduce your soul to the right way. You diligently now tell your soul that uh, uh, we need to be self-controlled. We need to be self-controlled. You read the word to your soul every time when the soul bring that to your thoughts now. Your heart, it knows. Your heart guarded. Your heart, it's cool. It knows that, okay, I'm born again. But your mind keep on speaking another. It's like your heart is looking left and your mind is looking right. So now you need to take your, your heart, your mind, and bring it to the right and say that, be here with the soul and the spirit. This is how we should be. If we, yes, we are going through suffering, we are going through struggle, but we are not going to go through uh, uh, get out of the, the easy way. This is, we take the word, we introduce this to the word. You say that, stand down and stay, stay, stay here and stay put. This is what the word of God says. The words of God say that we must enjoy. The word of God say that we must have patience. The word of God say that we must have self-control. The word of God says that when you are faced with anger you put on godliness it is a trait that you you go back these are the the word of god says these things they look simple but to the soul it is power it is a thing that changes you it is a thing that the things that make your soul to be born again because your soul is not yet born again it says there in verse 10, it is the things that make us to escape the corruption that is in the world. These promises, but also these promises, they have divine power. Read First Peter 2, 1 yourself again. These are the key to changing the soul. These are the key to make the soul to be born again. Whether you are happy, whether you are going through suffering, you just go through this process again. This key that Peter was mentioning, you go through them again and eventually your soul will become born again it says that and this is what the woman of the issue of blood did every time she had to go through self-control and she had to go through patience she had to go through through godless inside of her and not just reciting it in her mind it was done in the subconscious because she looked at the kingdom of god inside of it it was done subconsciously hence as it had built it as this trait had built it inside of her she had to get her herself when jesus christ was among the crowd these are the traits that made her not to look at other people because now she connected with the kingdom of god inside of her she connected inside she had to touch inside she had to touch the power inside of her by the time when she she touched the border of jesus's garment Remember the border of the garment of Aaron, it represented safety. The word of God said that the garment of Aaron, they had to put bells there that when he was in the presence of God, in case he was dead, then they could pull him down. So the garment there, it represents safety. So when she went inside of her, she went inside the power and the kingdom of God. And then she was able to connect to the power, the virtue inside of her. That's why the Lord Jesus said, who touched me? I felt virtue leaving me. That woman went inside in the kingdom. She understood understood the key that the kingdom is inside of a soul but this is after she has built this trait to be built and to be mounted up in a soul hallelujah we need to every time when we go through things we should run to the word of god 
We should run to the word of God and not look for answers in the world because the word of God has answers for everything. And God, he says that he has given us everything pertaining to life and godliness. May the Lord bless you today. Shalom. As the spirit was moving over the water, spirit come move on us, come rest on us, come rest on us. As the spirit was moving over the water, spirit come move on us, come rest on us, come rest on us, Holy Spirit. Come rest on us. You're all we want. You're all we want. As the spirit was moving over the water, spirit come move on us. Hey, come rest on us. Come rest on us. Holy Spirit, come rest on us. You're all we want. You're all we want. Good morning, saints. You are blessed. The kingdom of God is inside of you. You are a child of the Most High God. You are blessed today. Today, I just thank the Lord God Almighty. I greet you all in the name of Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, that we share in the word again, that the Lord God Almighty is building us and He's raising a standard that we may be more conquerors in this world through Christ Jesus. I'm reading Hebrews 11 verse 3. It says, Through faith we understand that the world were framed by... Okay, let me read it again. It says, Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which, we are, which are seen were not made of things which appear. I like the word of God say that the worlds were framed by the word of God. There's been many worlds that God has made and there are still other worlds that the Lord has promised his saints to live in. I mean, remember there was a world that the Lord destroyed during the time of Noah. And even before the time of Noah, there was another world as well, as well that the Lord destroyed. That was the time of the giants and everything. The Lord destroyed that world and the time of Noah, he destroyed, he destroyed it with water and the Lord said that even this world that we're going to live in he will destroy it with fire and we will have another world that we're going to live in but all these worlds were framed by the word of God the Lord framed the, the, framed the worlds all the worlds that he made by his word and uh, he framed it from things that were not seen meaning that he framed it from a spirit from things that he did not take something physical on the earth and make it but he took it from the his spirit by faith and framed it frame you know when what is a frame when you have a picture you put it in a frame so that you can see it there so god had to take from his spirit and create things that he wanted to see in the world hallelujah the word of god also again it i think it's habakkuk 2 verse 4 it says that the judge shall live by faith i am saying for the text that we are reading for the message of today that the just shall live by the energy 
or the spirit that possesses them. The spirit that possesses a man, define it a man. The spirit that is inside of you, it is the one that will carry you through tough times. The spirit that is inside of you, it tells us the type of man that you are, that you are made of. And the word of God says that the just shall live by faith. What is our spirit? Let me tell you, we are not just made of physical. When we look at the world, I did say that uh, the world that we look at it is meant for, and it's not me that says that, it's quantum physics. It says that the world that we live in, the physical part, everything that you see with your eyes, it's 0.0.05%. But the majority, the world that you see, that what you see, it is made from 99.99%. So the world it is encompasses by an energy or a spirit, which is its composition, it's 99.99%. But you can't see it with your eyes. We only see the 0.05%, which we focus on and we make it our reality. And it shouldn't, our reality, it should be on the 99.9% of that which we do not see. Because God also, he created his world from what is unseen. Also, we must create our world in from what is unseen. We must give meaning to our world from what is unseen than what we see with our eyes. What do I mean when I say that? You know, um, there is in the composition of the body of the man. The world is like what is, is like our body. So in our body, we have the mind, but there is a part of our mind that is bigger than our brain, that is bigger than our, our, our forebrain, than the cerebrum, the subconscious. The subconscious, it is the one that is in control. The subconscious gets formed from the point when you are when you are zero to seven years. And the subconscious, it is a part of the brain that is very pliable. It is a subconscious, it is very, it, it is soft and it is pliable and it, 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 it attracts things fast. It's elastic. It attracts things fast. And uh, it gets, if you don't know how to develop your subconscious, subconscious already people, when, when your subconscious, as I said, it developed from zero to seven years, you, we take from what is programmed in our subconscious. When we away, when we were the years from zero to seven years, from zero to seven years, we take from what is programmed into our subconscious to put it in the subconscious and to give, to give meaning to our reality. I hope you understand what, you, what I'm trying to say is if the world, when you give meaning on how you interpret the world, it's you take information from what you stored in your subconscious. And that is information. It is you interpret according to information that was stored when you were zero years up until seven years. And that it shows that it's, 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 it's it's not a fully developed person because when you are seven, your life should not be determined from up until to when you were seven years. I'll make an example about two men in the Bible. Let's make an example with David. David, it says that, like I said yesterday, he grew up in the wilderness from the time when he was a baby. His parents, they left him in the wilderness. And David, his subconscious, how he interpreted the world, he had to fight all his life because he was living among the shepherds. So he had to learn to be a bully and he had to learn to fight for himself. And also his, his brothers, they didn't like him. They teased him. They called him names. They said he was arrogant. So the subconscious mind of David, the way it was developed, it, secre it secreted his thoughts. You know, every thought that you have, 
it has a liquid. Your thoughts secrete a liquid. And that liquid, it is the one that become, that stays in your subconscious. That liquid, it's like an energy. That liquid, it is a spirit. So that liquid, it is the one that forms your subconscious from zero to seven years. So the liquid of the thought of David, how he gave meaning to, the, to his world, how he interpreted his world, it was, I have to fight for everything. So his thought, his mind, it, secret, it secreted a neurotransmitter called serotonin. So the dominate, the dominating liquid, the dominating neurotransmitter in the mind of David, it was serotonin. Hence, the, the, David was bold, was able to fight Goliath. Hence, David was able to kill the lion. Hence, David was able to kill the bear because serotonin was 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 dominant in his mind this serotonin like as i'm saying it is an energy that the mind that the mind secrete and that energy it is it is in liquid form but that energy it is spirit and it goes to the subconscious mind it develops with you it it that it depends you interpret the world according to the energy that is in your subconscious let us let me make another example about another person there is jabez the word of god if you read the word of god in first chronicles 4 verse 10 it says jabez his mother says that she bore him in sorrow i do not know that if jabez the bible does not talk about jabez's father but when i make a research jabez's father was not there meaning that this woman when she was pregnant she had sorrow she had pain and already jabez sucked the pain from his mother's womb so meaning that the what went to the subconscious mind of jabez was the neurotransmitters that was secreted in the subconscious mind it was dopamine and dopamine it causes depression dopamine it causes people to be to think low of of themselves people you find people that have low self esteem it's people that have a high secretion of dopamine and people that have a high secretion of dopamine they interpret the world they give meaning to the world through rejection they get rejected by people or they get rejected by their, env their environment and this is the type of people where you find there is a high concentration of poverty amongst people that have a high secretion of dopamine and it's the same with Jabez because it says when I read uh, 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 when I do research about Jabez's life it says Jabez he did not even have children when he was trying to do business business was failing in his life because the Chaldeans will come and take what he was having and Jabez had to cry unto God and say God if you can bless me and enlarge my territory meaning that he was crying to God to give him children so that his children can fight for him against the Chaldeans and he said that oh God bless me because he was suffering and experiencing a lot of poverty so these things that was happening in Jabez they were happening subconsciously remember the subconscious is formed from when you were zero up until seven years so already what happened from the when he was zero from when he was in the, his mother's womb for up until seven years it it gave meaning to his life it gave it 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 it, it formed his mind how he interpreted to the world how he interpreted the world meaning that his body structure already he would do things that will make him to have poverty he will look he will if he has to choose a wife he will choose a wife that will reject him because already his subconscious mind has a high neurotransmitter of dopamine do you get my point that dopamine it is an energy it is a spirit but it can be corrected hallelujah let us continue 
Hallelujah. God, God, God is amazing the way he has made the way people de- to, for the way to be formed. It, it is amazing how the Lord has made us. But the Lord said that we, he can change us. We, he can change us. We, we, he can change us because the Lord Jesus Christ said, he, I came that you must have life and have it more abundantly. Because the Lord Jesus Christ came to destroy the works of the snakes. He came that we must have life and more abundantly. Now that energy that, we, that, that is in our subconscious, it is stored in a form of waves in our subconscious, meaning that it is stoned in a form of way and it, it, it manifests itself in frequency, in frequencies subconsciously. And what is in the subconscious manifests also in the physical realm. We need to raise, you know, there is energy, energy, it, there is energy also in the world. And this energy also, it, 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 it stores, it moves in waves. We can't see it, but if you look, you take a telescope and you look at the world through the microscopic or the telescope, you see a lot of energy around the earth and that energy, it is stored in waves. It moves in waves and it goes according to frequency length. So also you as a human being, you need to raise the frequency of your energy to that of heaven, to that of an, of the angels. There is a frequency of heaven. There is a frequency of the uh, on the earth. So also there is a frequency of energy inside of you. So raise up the frequency level of your energy inside of you to that of the angels. Let us see what is the frequency of heaven. Let us go to the Romans for the book of Romans 14, verse 17. Let me read it first. Romans 14, 17, it says, Hallelujah. Mashata kelebe sita. Mashata kalabasinda. It says, For the kingdom of God is not food and drink. Meaning that the kingdom of God is not what we see with our eyes. Remember, we give meaning to the world according to what we see and according to what we hear. And according to what we feel, our feelings, our eyes, and what we hear with our eyes, it gives, makes us to interpret the world. It gives us, it makes us to give meaning to the world. But, and that, that all happened subconsciously, but also physically. Okay. So he says, he says that the kingdom of God, it is not, hallelujah. It says the kingdom of God, it is not of food and drink, but it is of righteousness and of peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the power of God. The Holy Spirit is energy. The Holy Spirit is spirit. It says that the kingdom of God is of righteousness, joy, and peace. Not just joy and peace alone, but joy and peace and righteousness in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. That is how our frequency should be. The frequency, our, the frequency that is, should be in your subconscious and in your conscious mind. It should be the frequency of peace, of righteousness, of joy in the Holy Spirit. That's how your frequency should be inside of you. And that is the frequency of the angels. That is the frequency of heaven. And you need to make sure that everything inside of you, it's in unison and it connects with that frequency for you to be able to receive from the angels. Most of the time, the angels are holding your blessings. They want to release your blessings unto you, but they find you with sorrow. They find you, you are not happy. They find you murmuring and complaining. They find you with a lot of fear and the angels, they end up going back with your 
blessings and they, they, you don't receive them because your frequency, it is not at par with them. Remember, the Lord God Almighty, he wants us to live in the kingdom of God. And he said the kingdom of God is within you. It is inside of you. So it is your duty to make sure that the kingdom of God, it is inside of you 24-7. Think, think about what you're thinking. Be careful of what you're thinking. Study your thoughts. Check if your thoughts is aligned with the kingdom of God. It's aligned with the frequency of heaven because each and every thought that you think, it secreted a liquid. It's either it's, it, 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 that liquid is neuro, neurotransmitter and those neurotransmitters are going to determine your type of life, your environment, how you interpret the world and what you receive. Hallelujah. May God bless you. You are blessed. Hallelujah. You know, I will make an example so that you can understand this of what happened to me yesterday. Yesterday, I had a, a problem with my clutch. And my clutch collapsed and the car could not stop. So I had to call somebody to come and tow me. It was the first time that something like this happened. So the experience of towing, it's very uncomfortable. I thought that the cars were going to bump each other. And I responded with fear. And I was like, no man. If I'm responding with fear like this, what kind of energy am I releasing? This is wrong. And I remember the scripture where the Lord said that each and every one of us, he give us 10,000 angels. And I, I thought I said to myself, if I saw these angels around me, I would not be afraid. If I saw them physically in the physical realm, I would be at peace. I would have joy. I would be feeling the Holy Spirit like Romans 14, 17 is saying. I said, okay, this is how God, God said that blessed are those that believe without seeing. I said, why don't I believe without seeing these angels that these angels are here? And why don't I have the disposition in my emotions that the angel of joy, of peace, and of the Holy Spirit. And I decided to tune in to connect to the frequency of heaven and I changed my mode completely. I said, you know what? I'm going to be at peace. I'm going to be at joyful. The angels are here and the frequency level in my body and my mood and everything, it changed. The fear left and I was at peace. Can you see? This is what God cries for us. He wants us to believe without seeing. That's how God wants us to live. This is how we become overcomers. This is how we receive when we are at peace, when we are at joy, when we are at par with the frequency at, of heaven. When everything, and once you are like that, you are able to have a sound mind. You are able to have a sound interpretation and to give meaning to the world that you're living in. But there is another excellent way. There is another excellent way that comes through the power of God, that comes when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. There is another excellent way because the word of God says that when during the time of the Old Testament, the Lord Jesus Christ said, be happy that I'm going because I will leave you a comforter, which is the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit will be your teachers. And when the Holy Spirit comes, you don't have to make effort. When the Holy Spirit comes, he comes and changes your subconscious mind completely. He comes and gives you dunamis power and dead everything about you you become a different man you become changed completely and you do things and and you interpret world according to the supernatural power of god and you operate within the supernatural and that energy it becomes yours this is what i'm talking about let me read first john 2 27 hallelujah moshata kalabasita kalabasita kalabashita mashata kerebe sita karabashida the book of first john 2 27 it says Mashata Karabasita Kalabashita. 
Shetekite besita kalabashita. It says, but, but the anointing which, have, which you have received of him abided in you. And you need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teach you of all things and, and is truth and is no lie. And even as it had taught you, ye shall abide, ye shall abide in you. That anointing abides in you and it is your teacher and it's no lie. Have you heard the saying that the anointing of a man, the energy of a man, it interprets a, a person. Your anointing will announce you wherever you go. Have you seen that men of God, when they come and preach in a certain in, in your church, that in the environment changes already, especially before the men of God enter that place, enter your church. The men of God pray for the service and the moment before the, the men of God go to the stage, his anointing has gone ahead of him already to announce you. This is what the word of God says. The word of God wants each and every child of God to have an anointing, but that anointing comes when you have received the Holy Spirit inside of you and that is the anointing that changes the subconscious and that is the anointing that should abide in you and that anointing it is a covering upon you it is like a, 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 a bubble around you it works with you you're supposed to work with an anointing that is around you that is like a bubble around you that is like a house around you that you live in and not only you but that anointing it's supposed to be a house for your soul hallelujah it is the anointing that gives you and in that case gives meaning to your world that enables you, that teaches you how you should interpret your world, that gives meaning to your world, that will tell you when a sick person is there, you're not going to say that, okay, let me run to the hospital. You're not going to respond with fear, but you will say the power of God is inside of you. Be healed. When demons manifest, you say the power of God is saying, you say in the name of Jesus Christ, thou shalt go. That's what Paul and Peter did when they met that man that was begging on the street. They said that in the name of Jesus Jesus Christ, we do not have silver, gold or silver, but rise up and go because the anointing was inside of him, inside of them. This is the excellent way. We should all pray for the Holy Spirit and all come to that level because it is not only for men of God, but this is the way that the Lord Jesus Christ has given for us that we should live in that atmosphere and in that dimension. May God bless you. Shalom and have a glorious, victorious day. Amen. As the Spirit was moving over the water, Spirit, come move on us. Come rest on us. Come rest on us. As the Spirit was moving over the water, Spirit, come move on us. Come rest on us. Come rest on us. Holy Spirit, Come rest on us. You're all we want. You're all we want. As the Spirit was moving over the water, Spirit, come move on us. Hey, come rest on us. Come rest on us. Holy Spirit, come rest on us. You're all we want. You're all we want.